The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Show. The YouTube channel is the Coach Steve Show. The blog version is the Coach Steve Show.blogspot.com. The podcast version, the Coach Steve Show podcast, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio. Literally look everywhere that you can find a podcast. The Coach Steve Show should be there. Welcome back. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Please like, subscribe, share out. Leave a four or five star review. It takes nothing. Please and thank you. If you don't like it, pretend it never happened. But if you do, please share it out. Tell a friend. Tell another coach to help grow this. I enjoy doing this. I hope you guys are getting something out of it. So let's continue on for today's episode. Today's episode, we are continuing my stupid, simple spread offense series. And again, trying to help younger coaches out. We can't assume that a young coach getting into it 
and I don't care what age-wise. It could be a 40-year-old person that's never coached before coming into coach football. It could be an 18-year-old kid coming into coach football like I did. And it could be a 14, 15-year-old that just, no offense, just couldn't maybe play at that top level of sports. And they're volunteering their time to help coach to get into it because that's what they want to do. I was 15, 16 years old when I knew I wanted to coach. We can't assume they know these things. So I want to give back to you guys. So we are continuing this to help you guys out there who might need the help from the bottom up. And hopefully you learn something from my stupid ways, from different things I have seen, whether it's I've coached at five different high schools for football of my own free will. I want to throw that out there. From different ways I've seen things, I've done things. I've been offensive coordinator. I've been a run game coordinator. I've coached every position besides cornerbacks and football to give some of my knowledge back to you guys. And I stole some information, but don't tell. But that's, as coaches, we are thieves. So to continue, we've got our techniques down. We've got our gap schemes down. We've got how you're going to line up your formations and what the what terminology means so you can tell your coaches and the kids. You understand personnel groupings with your 10-11. you got all that down. You understand between gap and run scheme. Now we're going to get to the fun stuff. So today's episode, we are staying with our air quote spread offense because to me it's still a spread when you're in shotgun and you've got wide receivers. When you bring them in, call whatever you want. It may not be spread anymore. I don't understand why we all get in these arguments, but it's fine. Today we're going to talk about how you can run power and make it look different. We're staying with the gap scheme today, so we're going to talk about power out of spread and how it can look and different tweaks you can do with power in different personnel groupings. Then we're going to talk about power. We, in a video before, I did a little snippet of us how you could do a spread power in a little bit, but we're going to talk about it more. You guys already know power is can be the staple of your offense. I think everybody runs it. I know one year when I was offense coordinator, we didn't run it. Just it didn't look right. Believe it or not, trap worked better than power. I don't know why, but I think you need to understand how power works. Power is a gap scheme where we're down, 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 blocking and kicking out. So traditionally with power, you have to have down, 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 and somebody wrapping around or kicking out. But we always forget on the play side of the play, we have to have another kick out. So I think traditionally you need to understand how power people still run power like this, but you have to understand how power kind of you can you don't have to do old school. You don't have to say this is how power is always blocked. We have to do this, but I think you have to understand how the play started or what it originally looks like, and then when you take it into a spread look to try to keep those similar principles to get it to work. And again, you do what you want. And if it works for you, great. If it works for your coaches, great. It works for your kids, fantastic. There's, Like I said, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So I think for some coaches out there, you have to understand how this power originally worked. So drawn up or in our I formation, you see NFL teams do this, high school teams do this, but this is where you traditionally see it. We have our I formation with our quarterback, fullback, tailback. Our tight end is on the line of scrimmage to the right. Now I know defense coordinators, I have to throw this out there on film or for the video. I know this may not how you line up to this, and I'm drawing this up as in a perfect world. So you offensive guys understand, I coach the defense. I'm friends with some defensive coordinators. I'm going to – Coach Nick Davis would probably come after me if I didn't say this. They're going to move around. They're going to do different things. It's never going to be perfect. This is Just for the sake of things, this is how it's going. I'm going to draw it up. So there's two ways this way you can block power. 
So originally you can have all these down, down, down and kick out. So with this formation where we have our tight end on the right side of the line of scrimmage and our I formation, however they're going to line up to this, doesn't matter. No offense to defense coordinators. A lot of down, down, down. So there's two ways you can go about it. You can have your tight end blocked down as well. I don't think people realize that too. So I, you see, uh, I believe it's North Dakota State runs this pretty well. They have their tight ends down block going down because their rules are probably gap down backer as well as our right tackles. So again, this is going to also incorporate two things in this video. Make sure you have consistent blocking rules. So that's why I think if you understand where power came from, we go to our spread, we're understanding how we're going to block this. So with this way, if you want to do it this way, gap down backer, you can have your tight end not kick out. You could have someone else wrap up and kick out. So if your tight end's gap down backer, nobody's in his gap, someone's kind of down. So he's going to look down to the backer. Right tackle is kind of the same thing, gap down backer. Well, there's someone here. So we can almost get this double team to the far side backer or if this backer shows up, there's your zone part coming into the gap scheme. For me, traditionally, right guard is head up, gap down backer. Nobody's head up, nobody's in his gap. Someone's kind of down, but not really. So he's aiming, point is here as well. You see we're getting all these down blocks. Center is head up to first guy away. Left guard would skip pole and find the gap. Now, this is where it depends for you, but traditionally they're looking here. Probably trying to look a gap. They're coming up the field. Left tackle stepping in and hinging. Now your F, your fullback, yes, you know what a fullback is. They are probably doing some type of J block to kick out. The guard is looking inside to outside, first threat. Quarterback is opening up however way you want him to open up. If you want to open up the opposite way to get rid of the fullback, to hand the ball off to our tailback, there is our power. I know some of you understand guys are probably going to look at this and say, Steve, you're an idiot. I'm just saying this is how when I, I coach pro, this is considered pro style. This is how it was. This is one way that you can block power. As long as this, I just want people to realize you have to have these down, 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 wrap up, and there was a kick out. This is one way that these traditional guys would run power. Now, there was a way to run it without a tight end. Now, in spread, we'll get to this in a second. Another way they would run this. Now, we have our eye formation. We still have our quarterback under center, our fullback behind him, and our tailback or running back behind him. But now you've got your running back out, so this would be a 20 personnel. So if they went 20 personnel, could you still run power out of this? Absolutely. And we got to pay attention to this. Now, you, this is why you have to have consistent blocking schemes. So I said before in another video and just a second ago, for me, and this is how it would look, we have to down, down, down. So for the tackles, if we're going – now, the first play for the audio version was power right. Now, however you want to call it, you want to call it 44 power, you want to call it 34 power, however you want. For me, we would use numbers. We would say 42 power, 44 power, 46 power. That means it's going to the right. For me, if you said – 41, 43, 47, it's going to the left. It's still power because we don't know where it's going to hit in the spread shotgun version. We really don't know because defense coordinators are going to line up differently than maybe you saw in film. They're going to try something different. Or a high school kid is just going to line up um, in the wrong spot, which is going to happen. So if you stay consistent with your rules with this one, tackles is – 
however they line up. I just put him up here as the uh, we have like a two tech. So his role is gap down backer. Nobody's in the gap, but somebody's down. He's aim and point is here. Right guards, I always tell. So right now we're running power right. So right tackle is gap down backer. I tell the guard, head up, gap down backer. And it just depends on if our right tackle can down block. If he can take him by himself, then it just goes to gap down backer. We don't have to worry about it. But the reason why I always say head up, gap down backer, is because if it's just straight gap down backer, your right tackle can't get to it quick enough. He shoots in, makes the play. You look like an idiot. You're getting yelled at by the OC, or you are the OC, and you're getting yelled at by the head coach. Something's not right. So I always tell head up, gap down backer. He's got a guy head up. We're going to almost have this double team. He's going to kind of gallop into him. He's going to pop him. Right tackle will probably overtake, get hit, you know, aim for the number with his inside hand. And we're going to aim for the backside backer. Center is head up to away. He's got the one tech, so he's going to go get the one tech. It's a pretty easy block for him. Left guard's going to skip pull. And this is why, for me, I always tell him we don't know if it's A gap, B gap, C gap. If you're watching the video version and we're blocking on this two tech, this three tech, they're probably going to block him into the A gap. So when we skip pull and we stay square, this is probably going to hit B gap. Possibly. That's why we stay square. Left tackle is going to step really hard into the B gap and hinge back to protect the backside from this end coming in. Or if this will backer blitzes, he can pick up one of them. If the end can run all the way around and make the play, he's going to the NFL. Here's where you can still have your kick out. Your fullback's going to do a J block because it literally looks like a J to kick out the end. We want a J block to stay tight inside because defensive ends are taught if their guy leaves, they're going to bite the belt or bite the hip and they're going to go. If we do a J block, able to kick him out to try to create the gap for the guard to kick in, that's fine. If that end comes in really hard, that's why I mean by we tell the guard it may even come around and hit C gap or D gap. We have no idea, but they're aiming into the – we're trying to hit at least A or B gap, but sometimes it might hit the C gap. Under center quarterback turns around to hand the ball off, probably opposite of the fullback, and we're aiming point is there. This is why I don't like when you say 44 power because he might aim for the four hole, but what if it hit out here? Okay, that's why you've got to drill it where there's cones and there's the open gap. It's going to hit here and hit here. So right there's power, ran two different ways, just looks a little different. There was a tweak with the tight end, blocking down, and fullback still kicking out. Now we have it where the tight end was taken out. Everybody can still down block, fullback kicks out. We still have a guy inserting power, ran the same way with consistent rules. Last one, understanding, and we'll put it in the spread because it's not. It's going to be very similar. I want you guys to see how we are not reinventing the wheel when we go into shotgun and we run plays. There's just cool tweaks you can do off of them. We'll get to RPO stuff and all that. If you're still under center, you send your fullback. You go into what personnel? Ten personnel. You don't have to be in shotgun. Still be under center, okay? Or eleven personnel. Excuse me. You don't have to do that, okay? Now we have our tight end on the line of scrimmage on the right side. Quarterback's under center. No fullback behind him, just the running back. And you call power right. You can still run power. Why? We can still get down blocks, a kick out, and somebody leading up. Because look, excuse me, tight end is going to have to gallop, scoop inside, whatever your terminology is. We'll get to how you do this later. 
Right now, we're worried about keeping consistent blocking schemes for whatever your system is, however it is, you have to keep it simple. Tight end scoops in whatever to kick out the five tech, or uh, excuse me, that six tech on him. Okay, remember that, or if you want to call it, whatever technique you want, but whatever out there, you've got to take him out. Consistent blocking rules. Right tackles, gap down backer, gap down backer. Okay, nobody's in the gap, uh, kind of. The way I have it drawn up, I'll fix it. Let's say he was, if he's still that three tech, still a gap or down. So the right tackle will take him. Guard, I tell head up, gap down backer. The only way, this isn't really head up to me. We got this three tech. He's not really considered in my world head up. The only tweak you can make is if your right tackle just cannot block him, you double team. But in my world, that's what you can do. In my world, it's head up, gap down, backer. No one's head up. No one's in the gap. No one's down. So he's the one going back to the backer. Center is head up to away. Left guard is skip pulling. He might hit A gap, might hit B gap. To me, if this blocks the way it's supposed to be, it's going to hit the B gap. Left tackle step hinging. Quarterback opens up the other way. Running back's got it. Look, it's power, all similar, very similar blocking schemes, if not exactly the same, out of different formations, and looks a little different. That's not even the old school way. If we're not, we're not talking about wing T, I don't know enough about the wing T. I know enough of that, not enough to, to disrespect anybody to draw it up. So you just saw how it was I formation, how it used to be ran, quote unquote, old school. Now we're going to get into where you go into shotgun. Can you run power? Can you keep some of our blocking schemes? Are you staying traditional to your gap scheme? Down, 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 wrap up, down, 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 kick out, whatever you want. Yes, you keep the blocking rules the same. It just looks different. And now you add RPO stuff to it, which we can get into later on. Right now we're just looking at the run game in the box, how you do power out of spread. So right here, earlier, other videos, if you've learned anything, this could be pro right. We have our X and our H on the left side as wide receivers. This would be 11 personnel. I've got run, one running back, one tight end. I'm going to go um, – we're going to still run power right. I promise I'll draw it to the left. So right here, can we run power? Yes, we just drew it up just under center. It's all the same. It's all the same. So if this was pro right for you, if this is doubles tight right, if this is – Twins left, if this is spread right tight, it's just telling the Y or the tight end where to line up. I'm going to switch this drawing for the video purposes. Even though I know defense coordinators may not line up like this, they might, who knows. Like I said, I'm just drawing things up against uh, an even man front, and then we can get to odd man front. So going from left to right, we have our five tech, we have a two tech or a three tech. I'll put a three tech. Then we have our one tech. The Coach Steve Show is sponsored by the Launchpad Kickoff Team. If you're a football coach out there, high school, college, NFL, doesn't matter, and you're looking for that edge for your special teams, for your kicker, for the kickoff, onsides, you guys need to go to launchpadkickoffteam.com. If you have a younger guy trying to develop the kicker, you want the ball to get to the end zone, you need to go to Launchpad Kickoff Team. This tee gives the coaches strategic options for squib kicks, onsides, everything. It is proven that your kicker will kick off farther. 
It is legal for NCAA, for high school, okay? The Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a game changer. So if you go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS to use the code CSS, you can get a Launchpad Kickoff Tee for 10% off. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. You can use the code CSS for the Coach Steve Show to get 10% off. Also, there's a bundle. You can get one for 10% off. You can go to two and get more percent off. Or there's an option to buy four. If you click the option to buy the four kickoff tees, if you like it so much, when you use the code CSS, you'll get the fourth one free. So instead of paying full price for all four, you'll get three. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. Use the code CSS. Get 10% off. Buy four to get the fourth one free. This is a game changer, guys. It does more than just hold your balls. Go get the Launchpad Kickoff Tee today to give your kicker an edge for next season. Then we got a guy head up the tight end for our six tech in my world. Do it however you want. Okay, then we've got our linebackers. There's a huge bubble in here. We'll move this to fix it for you defense coordinators. So if I call power right, 44, 42, 34, 38, whatever it is for you, this is just going power right. Can we still run it? Absolutely. This would be a tough block for our tight end, but we can do it. He has to scoop inside or gallop and kick out. Right tackle, continuing the rules, gap down backer. No one's in the gap. No one's down, which would be about head up the guard. So his rules to go to the backer, which is always the backer to the other side. Now, for video purposes, if this Mike linebacker starts to blitz, shows up on his path, this is where that zone part in my world shows up. If he's going towards the will, the backside backer, but the Mike crosses his face, do we block him? Absolutely. You have to pick him up. That's where that zone part in my mind comes into play. Right guard in my world is head up, gap down backer. No one's head up, but somebody's in the gap, in that A gap. He's got to take him. The center is always head up to away. No one's head up, but he's got a three-tech all the way. So we can talk technique stuff later. He has to snap the ball, kind of open up his shoulders and go to it to kind of almost like a hinge to block. He's got to get to that three-tech. Left guard is skip pulling. It's probably going to hit close A gap, B gap because of how this is lined up. Left tackle, you have somebody in the gap. So you have to step in hard. You may end up blocking this three-tech if he's very aggressive until the center gets there, then open up to hinge. But you have to step in, really got to block him there to hinge for this end. It's going to come screaming around. Quarterback hands off. There is power. It looks just like it did under center. We kept blocking rules the same. This is still power. We still got your additional. We got down, down, wrap up. We still have a kick out. These guys, these wide receivers out here, you can have them block. You can have them do an RPO, whatever you want. We can get into RPO stuff later. This is just focused on power. So right now, out of here, out of 11 personnel in shotgun, you still have power and able to still do it. Out of 21 personnel, which is two running backs, one tight end, we're just taking the old school and making it spread. Can you still run power? Absolutely. Actually, I'm going to flip this because I said I was going to run power left. So we're going to run power left. It could be 37, 35, 45, 41, 20, whatever is in your 
repertoire that you want to call it, you can. So right now we're going to be in 21 personnel. Two running backs, one tight end. The tight end will be on the left. In the backfield, we're going to have our quarterback, our H-back on the left, tailback on the right. I'm going to fix up. We're going to have a six-tech. We're going to have a three-tech, a one-tech, a five-tech. We're going to have a Will Mike line. We're going to have a Will Mike linebacker over here. Going to have the Will over the center. We're going to bring the Sam backer over here. We're going to have this joke backer out back here because you can run RPO. You just determines. Can we still run power out of this? Absolutely we can. But this is where you as an OC, as the head coach, run game coordinator, you have to still keep rules simple. So there's two different ways to go about this. So I told the rules for the tight end, you have to be head up to kick out. If you want to keep those rules the same, you absolutely can Another thing you can do if you're a spread offense, you could have the H-back say, I'm here, I'm here. When they get the formation, say, I'm here, I'm here. That's a check, so you can change it to where you can get to normal power. So if you want to do that, left tackles rules is gap down. So tight end, you just told them that, well, if your H-back says, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, okay, that is perfectly fine. That tells our tight end that his rule has just slightly changed. Now he is gap down back. No one's in the gap. No one's really down, so he's going to look for a backer. My left tackle is gap down backer. Well, he's got a three tech. He's going to get him. I tell the guards, head up, gap down backer. Nobody's head up. Nobody's in the gap. No one's down. So he's aiming for a backer as well. Center is on or away. He's got a one tech, simple block. Right guard is skip pulling to look for the first threat. Right tackle is stepping in and hinging back. H back is making a J to block, and we hand it off to the running back. There is power right there. Everything's good. Also, if you don't want to change your blocking rules, so if you've always told your tight end, hey, you're head up outside, you have to be the guy that kicks out, and you're still on 21 personnel and you want to kick out, you can have an extra blocker. I've seen this as well. So let's draw it up. Are they exact same that we just said? Your tight end has to step in, scoop in to kick out. Left tackle is gap down backer. He has a three tech. He has to pick him up. Guard is head up, gap down backer. Nobody's head up. Nobody's in the gap. Nobody's down. Aiming for the backer. Center is head up to away. He takes care of the one tech. Right guard is skip pulling, finding the first gap. Right tackle is stepping inside and hinging. Your H back could be a lead up person. You could have him be an extra lead blocker and hand it off. You are still having power. You're just having an insert now. You can have him insert or have everything up. So you keep the blocking rules up front the same. Tell your H-back to fly out. This could be part of your RPO or just to fly out to set something up. You could have this guy do this. Why would you have him run out, influence this joker, or this jackbacker, or you might influence the mic to fly out. You never know because they could come up in a too high. He could take a step back, do whatever. If he runs out, he might step out. It might get his eyes to go that way. And if it gets his eyes to go that way, the skip pulling guard, when he comes up, he might be able to go there. Now we've got this huge hole for the running back to get up. We're running power. We're keeping it simple up front. The blocking scheme has been the same. 
And now you've seen different ways. We can have an insert guy. We can send him out. You could do whatever, depending on the formation and the kids you have. This is pretty easy. Now we're going to go with 20 personnel with just two running backs and no tight end. Our tight end is now to the right out on – he's out here with our receiver. So to the right side, we have two wide receivers. To the left, we have just our X. In the backfield, we've got the H to the left, T to the right with the quarterback and shotgun. Can we still run power without this? Absolutely we can. Absolutely. Now, again – Lineman-wise, no, blocking scheme changes. This is where you can have to make tweaks. You could tell the H-back, hey, when the Y's in there, we're flying out. When the Y's in there, you can tell him, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, so he always J-blocks and the tight end can block down. That, to me, makes a lot of sense because right now the H's job is to do a J-block and kick out. So let's start up front. If we keep this the same, our left tackle is head up, gap down back, or uh, gap down backer, excuse me. So if he's gap down backer, takes the guy in the gap, the three-tech, Guard is head up, gap down, backer. If not, he goes to the backside backer. Center is head up to away. He's got a one-tack. He takes him. Right guard is skip pulling, finding the open gap and getting the uh, mic backer, whoever shows up first. Right tackle is stepping hard into the B gap and hinging. The reason why I like where you have the H back, not always insert unless you make a check, but to keep things simple, installing, keeping it in the summer, or just new head coach, new OC, Having the H-back be the guy that kicks out, I think makes a lot of sense. So now he's getting close to the line of scrimmage to J-block to kick him out. The reason why you kind of want this J-block is because the end, like I said, is going to see the down block from his guy. And if he's a disciplined defensive end, because that's what defensive line coaches teach, when they see the down block, they follow to try to fill to protect that. They protect gaps as well as just as much as offensive does. Then you hand it off to your running back, off to the races, and you can do whatever you want with your receivers out here. We'll get to RPO stuff off the power later. We just ran power out of different looks, different formations, and it's still the same and very simple. Another one is we could still be – this could be 10 personnel to you. This could be – if you want to call 11 personnel, you can. If you still want to keep a 20 personnel, that's perfectly fine. So we took the last formation where we had two running backs in the backfield with the, the quarterback. On the left side, we have our X receiver. On the right side, you have you got your Y and your Z out as wide receivers. Now this is where the sniffer comes in, which has become very popular. You've seen a lot in college and uh, high school. You're seeing a lot more. So right now, we're going to run power right. Our H-back is going to be lined up close to the line of scrimmage. Almost in between the right guard, right tackle, or you can have him in on the um, left foot. His right foot could be on the left foot of the uh, right tackle. However you want him to line up. I call him a sniffer, H-back, however you want to call it. You can still run power out of this because you're keeping everything simple. Right tackle is gap down backer. He's got nobody in the gap. Nobody down, so he's aiming for backside. Um, I kind of tell them if you took a straight line – um, down the center here. It won't let me draw it. Um, but if you had a straight line down the center's crack all the way up, I tell my right tackle or right guard to aim for that spot and see who kind of shows up. Don't just sit there. You go find work. But that's kind of our aiming point. That's where the zone part comes in for me anyway. Um, so that's where he goes, not to beat a dead horse. Right guard is gap down back, head up gap down backer. He's got someone there. He's going to take him. 
Center is head up to away. He's got a long three tech, so he has to open up and get there. Left guard is skip pulling and inserting to find a guy. Left tackle, since he's got a three tech, is going to have to really step in hard. He may end up blocking him until the center gets there. Then he's got to hinge back to get the end. Still the same. H-back as a sniffer. Stays close to the line of scrimmage. and can almost come off the butt of the right tackle that's leaving. Make a J. It looks like a J to kick out the end. Hand off to the running back. There's power. One thing to note, if this end, we aim for the J block for our H-back, um, whoever is going to do that most of the time, if your end crashes in really hard, okay, and we have to, you have to rep this. If he comes in really hard because he's very disciplined, H-back has to be able to see that when he starts to go, we're going to try to log him inside. And that's why when you skip pull, we have to stay square because it might end up around him, which is fine. If not, we aim up. H-back will have to log him in or just base block him. Running back is going to have to make that decision of where to run. The, the guy that's skip pulling, this is where you've got to go around him, got to hit that, whatever. So here we ran power, added different formations, different personnel groupings, and we kept blocking rules the same. One of the final things to talk about is you can still run power out of 10 personnel. Now for me personally, this is not something I personally do, but this is a way to do it because – it keeps defense on their toes. It gives something different. Now, this could be considered ISO. This can be considered um, DART. However, but some still consider this to be power because you keep things still similar where you still have a kick out. You still have down blocks. Someone skip pulling, but it's still considered in their world power. It's still a gap scheme. For me, I don't do this because your lineman rules, I think, have to be consistent. Now, obviously, you make tweaks and everything else, but for this, you'd have to change some things. So right now, we're in 10 personnel. We're either in spread right, doubles, ace, whatever you want to call it. Two wide receivers on the left, two wide receivers on the right, quarterback tailback in the backfield. We have a five-tech, three-tech, one-tech, and a five-tech. So right here, how do we run power? Traditional power. Well, right now, you would have to tell your right tackle he's going to be the kickout guy, so he would kick out the five-tech. So there's a, there's a rule change right there. And the reason why I personally, unless you make a tag, which you could, normally it's gap down backer for the right tackle. For me, in order to run this, you'd always have to tell the right tackle, hey, your head up or outside gap down backer. That's just adding something, you know, whatever. But right here, you can still kick out with your right tackle. Right guard is head up, gap down backer still. Nothing changed for him. He's got a one tech, so he blocks down. Center is head up to away. He's got to get to that three-tech. Left guard is now skip-pulling around, and in this look, it's going to hit straight, almost A-gap, getting into the B-gap, but it's going to be straight up for that backer. Left tackle has to step in really hard for the three-tech and hinge. Hand off to the running back. Now, this is still considered power. You've got to kick out, down, down, insert. Now, the danger with running this, if you guys get into this, nobody is getting to this... I have them flip-flopped. Nobody's getting to this backside will back. He, nobody will get there because you're having your right tackle kick out or whatever. But this is a fold. You can call this a fold thing. 
You can call this Dart, you can call this whatever you want, but it still has very much power principles. If you wanna to try to get to this wheel backer or try to change this up, you can still run power. And this is Dart, but some consider this power as well. And we'll probably draw this in another video later. You can still do a right tackle kicks out, right guard is gap down backer, center is going to this three tech, which is far away. But you can have the tackle pull and wrap around. So there's a couple things you can do here. Left guard gets the three tech and the center goes up to the backer. And the, 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 the running back gets the ball. There it's still considered power. We have down, down, we have a kick out and an insert. But now your problem is you got no one blocking this end. So what's normally happened with this is, is the quarterback reads this end and can keep it and run. These are still power rules, just different ways to run them. The only problem, like I said, if you go by my stupid, simple way of running, you are now breaking your similar rules, but there's nothing wrong with that. But just for me, I don't know if I do this. This, might, this is a whole different run play, which I will get to when I start adding run plays later on. And we will get to some passing plays in the stupid, simple spread I have. But here are different ways that you can run power and not be under center and still be spread. There you go, coaches. There's a different ways that you, you learned the under center, old school ways of running power and how we can translate them into being shotgun in spread, how you can have good blocking rules for your linemen, tight ends, H-backs, sniffers, whoever, um, different ways. If you don't have the tight end or H-back, you want the tackle to pull around and that's what you want to consider power, fantastic. Maybe not necessarily how I would do it, but that is how it can be done. So there you go, coaches. I appreciate you guys watching so much. I hope people are getting something out of this or hopefully this leads to having conversations. Please reach out to me with questions. Please reach out to me if you want to talk ball. Please reach out to me if you want to present something on the channel, beyond the podcast. You, we can discuss back and forth. I am all about it. Before I leave again, the podcast form, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, anywhere your podcast can be found, that's where it can be found. The blog is thecoachsteveshow.blogspot.com. The YouTube is the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel where you can have these type of videos. I've talked to coaches all over the country, college, high school, coaches all over there, just great conversations, uh, sports recap shows, Marvel talk, all that stuff can be found anywhere because we are more than just coaches. Newer coaches or guys just getting in there into this profession, I hope you're getting something out of this. I am enjoying making them. I'm going to continue to make them. But again, please like, subscribe, share out, five-star reviews. Please and thank you so much. It would mean the world to me if you could take the five to 10 seconds out of your day to do that. I would appreciate it to make this grow, to get this better, to give back to you guys. This is not about me. It's to give back to you and to show respect to the coaches that have given me so much, to show the stuff, to even continue what they have done and started. Again, guys, thank you so much for watching. I hope, I hope and pray people get something out of this, and I'm going to see you guys next time.